0: finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast, a Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society.
2: Some of you have awoken But others might never be
3: Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to Three Witches and a Druid, where we sit around after having imbibed some lovely mead and discuss our modern lives living as pagans. I'm Margot. And I am Maeve. Gwen.
4: And I'm Brian. It also lots of that we got a really good
3: pizza. Shout out uh, to the Wedge for yeah. their moon pie. I kind delicious. of thought, you know, Amazing. moon pie for a bunch of pagans sounded about appropriate. It was and
4: delicious. This yeah. is not a sponsored ad. But, but we would accept future. sponsorship. <laughs> <It's really
3: laughs> or, you know, more pizza. Yes.
4: <laughs> exactly. And Low is still with us because it's awkward to kick her out between episodes. So, we decided we wanted to talk about red flags, but we also wanted to touch briefly on an article that was posted in the Atlantic. You want to talk a little bit about it, Gwen?
5: Oh, just briefly, the Atlantic published an article written by a rabbi, which has the flavor like it's trying to be academic, but it has a lot of errors regarding paganism he mentions how monotheism is a better way and and how pagan beliefs and virtues and values are the reason the world is you know a big uh, to quote brian what is it a big flaming polish it or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so although it's the atlantic so he didn't use those words exactly but <laughs> Yeah so the, and there's been some pushback from pagan writers lots of people writing up responses I know Maeve has some ha, ha, perused it and had some issues with some of the things he says and I mean it's theologically I think it's weak I think logically like logic it doesn't follow Socratic logic. The, the, the
6: scholarship. scholarship was very shoddy and self serving. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So,
4: part of the issue is that unfortunately, he uses the term pagan very incorrectly. Because <laughs> he, at one point yeah. in the article, he calls Ellen the Muskrat a pagan. Basically, anyone who is not of uh, a Judo Christian.
5: Yeah, and he, he says monotheism, but he really only means judeo-christian yeah, because yeah. he doesn't refer to
4: islam at all no so and yeah, he uses a couple of individuals as examples who are not pagan who are not and, pagan and at all so he uses the term ignorantly without yes. understanding that there is an entire actual pagan community
6: yeah he, he's using the term pagan to just mean anybody, anybody that's not
5: judeo-christian
6: judeo-christian yeah. which is ridiculous because many people wouldn't consider that he was using very ancient in in mu- much of it very ancient Greco-Roman references and this things that are like 2000 years old and it's like why are you bringing that into the and, But even and,
5: I think the way he used weird. them to support his argument it didn't show a contextual like he may have cherry pick something out of there, but without the context of the rest of the culture, it no. didn't make any sense anyway. And you know, it, to his argument, it didn't really help him any. any.
6: Well, that's the other name
4: he mentions, gross enough to even say it, is Donald Trump.
5: Yeah,
6: yeah. Donald Trump. It's he, yeah. an American article. I
4: yeah, so it's Whoa, written yeah. by David Wolfe and it's called The Return of the Pagans and it's posted in the Atlantic.
6: He's talking about, you know, the love of money and the love of, you know, get, got to be beautiful or handsome yeah. and all of this. And those are pagan attitudes. It's like, what? Who? I so, think he mentions <laughs> maybe once actual earth spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like, and what? twice.
4: That's what? Yeah. So one of the bigger issues here, though, is that he's been invited to buy a variety of actual pagan organizations. To learn more. To learn more. And he's refused. Which, which Just shows me- his own ignorance.
3: To me, that shows his failing as a rabbi. Yes. My understanding is that rabbis are, as leaders of the community, always wanting to learn, always wanting to be exposed to new ideas, always wanting to understand the world so that they can better serve their community community by understanding the greater world around them. Exactly. that's something that this person has obviously refused and failed very, very
4: right.
5: badly
3: at doing. It
4: came up at the ADF Mother Group meeting if we should respond to this. And we decided it wasn't
5: worth I energy. don't think it's worth the energy to respond to the rabbi Wolf. David Wolf. My issue is not so much with the article. People will make comments about other people's religions without a lot of knowledge. My issue is with The Atlantic. The Atlantic, it's not academic, it's not peer-reviewed, but it sells itself as being something that appeals to people who think. Yeah. It has a reputation of having value. It's not just content for the sake of content. It has, what, 150-odd years, maybe more, of being there. It's a bit of a feather in your cap to be published in The Atlantic.
4: Yeah, not anymore.
5: Yeah, yeah, apparently not, because to me that that is a failure on the part of the Atlantic to live up to their own corporate standards. standards. Yeah. yeah. The,
6: the, the bottom line for me when I was reading it is I will not give this a second thought because it's too ridiculous. Yeah. For words and, it and does thinking give cause people. For pause. You
5: know when people say, and here we'll get loads of comment on this. Like you know you'll hear ridiculous people saying, do your own research. And so many of us can't do our own research. We don't have access. Things are behind paywalls that have value. It's hard for the layperson to do their own research. But you count on venerable institutions to do that screening for you. Mm-hmm. And the Atlantic dropped the ball. Oh,
1: yeah. Definitely. I mean, I will preface, like, I didn't get a chance to read this article.
5: You're
4: not missing anything.
1: <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it just, sound like it's it. a ridiculous article. Okay. It is unfortunate that it sounds like, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, I know The Atlantic is quite a big news source to sort of hear that, yeah, an article. What? Donald Trump comes up in yeah, it? Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, guy the the has nothing to do with paganism. He's, he's
6: in the opening paragraph because it's kind of like this whole. Worshipping the golden bull sort of concept. It's, oh, because in ancient times, you know, the Greco-Romans, it was all worship money and power Mm -hmm. and all of these
3: things. How many pagans do we know with any kind of money? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Money and
6: power in our own minds, maybe. We
4: have one guy who did really well in crypto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, He gained and lost
4: millions over and over again. I'm pretty sure it's all gone.
1: it just sounds like, to me, this guy just decided that pagan means anything he doesn't like. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah,
4: That's exactly yeah, yeah, what it yeah. is. For me, the big issue just is boils back to the, the actual ignorance of him not actually wanting to learn. anything. Mm-hmm. And in the end, so we will never discuss this ever again or speak <laughs> Yeah, it's really, the article itself is too dumb for and,
5: words. And, you know, if you were thinking about buying The Atlantic, do not. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Gwen sourced a bunch of uh, very good replies. I'll post those in the show notes.
5: Yeah, you know, smarter people than us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <from>, are you <laughs> going to post North the article? article? Yeah, the show I'll, notes? Share, I'll share the article. There. Well,
1: we'll get the article to you, Lo. Don't worry. Yeah. Great. So yeah, the main. I top... can't wait to lose brain cells.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's
6: just it, it's it's ridiculous beyond words. Seriously. So the
4: main topic of today's conversation is red flags, spiritual red flags. So this was a suggestion by Lo. We've done gatekeeping in the past, but we want to talk a little bit more about the red flags that you may encounter after you've passed through the gate.
2: I thought <laughs> that was really a good way to put it. Okay, There we
4: go. So yeah, what are some things, uh, let's low start here, what are some things that you view are red flags in the spiritual community?
1: Anybody who says anything along the lines of this is the only way or the right way to do xyz like this is the only way to do divination this is the only way to do a spell this is the only way to do ritual like there are so many different ways and so many different ideas on how to practice paganism is so broad magic is so broad like there's no one right way to do anything
6: no there isn't even when i'm teaching you know the witchcraft 101 sort of deal it's like this is just the basis. This is one way. Expand on it how you like. Because I stop and think about how I did things twenty-five years ago and how I do them now. It's always growing and changing. And so, if anybody says this is the only way, or you know, or else you're not, uh, whatever, it's yeah. your middle fingers, right? Or unless you've been initiated by a witch, you're not a witch. That's another. That's thing. That's a big one. Now,
4: now, there are certain paths and practices within paganism. Which do require initiation through certain <laughs> and
5: that's patterns. and that's, that's
3: specific their to yes. their and pattern. that that's
4: often explained right from the beginning. It's not like a
3: big it's secret not it's not end. something that's going to be sprung on you in the middle of a ritual. Exactly. That oh, by the way, guess what's going to happen now? Yeah, yeah.
6: and yeah. if that's part of their tradition, okay. But when you if you're in one tradition and you say, oh, well, you guys aren't real witches. I went through that in the beginning. You're not a. The, original group a lot was you know well there was one or two people there who believed well if you are not part of this particular line and you haven't been initiated in an, in another tradition we recognize well you're not really a witch.
4: Right. That's much crap. One thing that is coming up a lot online I've recently become a moderator of a very large Celtic and Druidry group and one of the issues in that group it, and this happens all the time. A lot of people want to talk about their ancestry and DNA, and that's perfectly okay. But then you run into the it kind of borders on the gatekeeping. But when you find individuals like that who push that folkish mm-hmm. bullshit, that co- comes up a lot. So another issue along those lines, and this uh, the other moderator is going to hate me for this. So she listens. I don't think she does. <laughs> it drives me a little nuts when you have a lot of individuals. From say Ireland or Scotland or that area, who say no, no, this is a closed practice. We only do, only we can practice. Mm. It's like, so there was this once this place called Pangea, and all of this Nova Scotia, the Appalachians. We were attached to Africa. Yeah, we were all one. (laughs) Nothing is closed in that sense.
1: I would say there are closed practices. Oh
4: no, there definitely is. Like but I wouldn't
1: can't... go practice indigenous spirituality not no.
5: being an indigenous
1: but person. And no all that. way
4: in the world you could tell me that Celtic yeah. is a closed practice. Yeah. And it does not belong to Ireland. And it was Scotland. and
5: it, it doesn't belong to a DNA group. It's no. a cultural thing yes. and it was historically.
4: Yeah, and it was very tribal. It peoples. reached all the way from Scandinavia to the Arab Peninsula. Yeah. You can't come on to a Facebook group in 2023 and tell me no. I decided it's going to be
6: a it work that way. No, as I have said many times before, practice what you want, whatever culture you want, whatever whatever floats you vote. But you see, I've, I've been challenged once or twice about you know that about. Well, you know, my I'm very northwestern European, and my DNA, according to 23andMe, I'm Germanic british with a little frenchy yeah, sort of whatever thrown in there but my argument is as somebody and i'd say much of the pagan population believes in reincarnation who's to say you were not somebody else in another life and that is still in you yeah. that is not that isn't still in your soul or your makeup or an ancestor that may have been you know a ancestral memory Things like that, or even reincarnation. You know, since I was a child old enough to notice what was in a book, I was always fascinated with Egyptian, you know, ancient Egypt, things like that. And uh, I have absolutely no DNA in me. But it's obviously a, a past life thing. Yeah. That's how I say, for because I personally, just for me, I do believe in past lives. And who knows who someone was in another life? Can I disagree with that slightly? You can disagree all you want.
1: I'm not sure my opinions on past lives are that topic. I'm like, yeah, sure, that sounds like a possibility. Sure, I don't know what I believe in in regards to that. But say past lives are a thing. If someone was Egyptian in a past life, are African descent in a past life, and they are now, I'm just going to say white because I'm a white person, if I was to say like, I have, oh, I I can practice XYZ closed practice because I was whatever in a past life. I think you still have to take into account that you're in this life. And in this life, your ancestry is what it is. And you still need to take into consideration the history and the oppression that many people have faced for practicing their religion, their spirituality, and the context they're in. In this life, you are not part of whatever culture it may be. If that is a closed practice, I don't personally think you should insert yourself into that regardless of your beliefs, if you may have been part of that culture in a past life.
4: So we've had this conversation before about appropriation. And one of the things that comes up a lot is that there is appropriation in the form of, I'm gonna make dream catchers and open up a store. I yes. sell dream catchers as a non-Indigenous person versus appropriation of appreciating someone's spirituality. One is significantly more damaging than the other. Also at the same time, in a lot of those closed practices, not all of them, some closed practices are very closed. Some closed practices, they're more than happy to teach you if you find the right individual who's Mm -hmm. willing to share their knowledge with you as long as you gain that knowledge from an individual that follows that path and mm-hmm, is of that mm-hmm. culture today. We here in Nova Scotia have been really lucky for a very long time, various, the, the Mi'kmaq, were willing to share a lot of their uh, Yeah, our with. First Nations
5: mm-hmm. people are, mm-hmm. oh, I think right across Canada very oh, generous. Yes.
4: I only say Mi'kmaq mm-hmm. here because I don't have experience with the others. Yeah. But the Druids for years used to go to a sweat. We were invited yearly to go to a sweat lodge. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. The unfortunate thing is that at the time, I don't know if this has changed, the time the sweat lodge was only for men, and uh, the growth is vast majority female now, so we stopped going.
7: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
6: Now, I will say I do not follow an Egyptian pantheon. Like I'm mm-hmm. not comedic. But if, for myself, if I'm wanting to you know, look into or study or meditate on the you know, the the concept of ISIS, well I'm gonna do it.
1: Oh yeah. No, for sure. And I it's a very complicated and complex mm-hmm. topic. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not coming across as like no, no,
4: not at all. Any, I know exactly like,
1: what you
6: mean. How here.
4: dare you disagree with her on an opinion? No, you've been disagreeing. I'm gonna slide her a twenty because. and
5: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I go. Oh, okay. We'll just keep our mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no no no! no. We'll it's keep fine. My shut. No, and, no,
6: no, not in the slightest. <laughs> I, I, I really am just if you are from molly and you want to learn about or study about or meditate with rhiannon i don't
2: care Mm -hmm. see
6: that's me like i I truly don't and i do and i've said it before that i do homestay for a english language college downtown in halifax i've lived with just about 50 people from 14 different countries and i can tell you honestly i've lived like i said 14 different countries they don't give a shit
4: Mm. They don't
6: They and really don't. I have kimonos from Japan. I have dresses from Africa and they're happy for me to be wearing them. And they would love this. for
5: you to wear them. But they, the society. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uncomfortable. That's, because the
6: people from that, those countries are so happy to share. Mm. Well, you want to wear our clothes? You want to do this? You want to put this on your head or do whatever you want. They don't care. It's a very interesting North American meaning United States, Canada concept that we're appropriating when I have never had that experience
4: ever. We are butting in. That's one of the biggest issues in appropriation is often the conversation of cultural appropriation is that we often don't listen to the cultures that we're talking about. So like... That's just my experience. A big example is, guess what Mexicans' favorite cartoon is? Speedy Gonzalez. When they (laughs) got taken off the air, they were super mad. Because that that represented them, and they loved it, and everyone was like, "But but the uncle who's lazy is like, yeah, we're lazy sometimes, just like you are lazy sometimes." sometimes.
6: I I had one girl Fanta from Mali. And she was talking to me. She wanted me to do Ram. Would you like to do Ramadan with me? You know, and I mean, it's obviously not my religion. She says, oh, you might like an experience. Might You might get something out of it. She was happy for me to do Ramadan. If I said now, went out in a general crowd and said, I'm going to do Ramadan this year. People would be you can't do that. It's not your religion. Blah, blah, blah. It's like the girl from Molly was inviting me to do it with her.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have an entire event in February called Interfaith. Interfaith Harmony. And we, and we week, yeah. participated in that, the Grove, several times, where various religions come together and share mm-hmm. their spiritual paths and beliefs. it's great. It's an, it's an mm-hmm. amazing event.
6: Yeah, because ignorance breeds prejudice.
4: Yeah. But we're kind of getting a little off topic. Okay, okay, sport. okay. Yeah. It's
1: such a co- that is a complicated
6: topic.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it is a complicated no, nobody's topic. Nobody's saying cultural appropriation is an incredibly difficult topic. It is very sensitive for a lot yes, of individuals. Yes. But the I, most important thing is to listen to the individuals yes. who actually represent the culture. Uh, yeah. Do not allow the middle-aged white woman on the internet to tell <laughs> you what I'm you sorry. are and are not a
6: I would never set up and make kimonos and sell them in a store.
4: Well that's but the I thing ha- is But
6: I have a kimono from up. Japan. Hold
4: up as a gift. Where do you think the kimono comes from?
6: The kimono's Korean.
4: Exactly. But most people think it's Japanese. So a lot of people are like, oh, you're appropriating for the Japanese. Japanese be the first person people to tell you, like, no, we went over, literally beat them up and told them, don't worry.
1: <laughs> we thought
4: they were really cool. And we literally appropriated them to the max.
1: Yeah, the Korean.
6: A
4: Japanese person would be the first person to tell you that. Yeah, yeah.
6: Oh, so what were we talking about? Red red flags.
3: flags.
4: Spiritual red
3: flags. Spiritual
6: red flags. flags. Anybody who tells you, here's the biggie, you have to have sex with... Oh you no! Oh this. no! Or another one is we we only. Do you only... think that's
5: still a thing? Yes, I do. I yes. Think I think oh, really? Say, not I around think here. because most like, generation no is way too savvy for this. Yeah. Yeah. They're way too. They're, it's so you much more, more in the open.
4: Be surprised. I could see
5: the 80s and 90s, but I would, I would. I, like you'll
4: find certain corners in, like the Midwest Possibly. or like the Bible Belt where everything is like much more secretive.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: I can also see how as being a former well, still damaged, but a former <laughs> very damaged adolescent early adult seeking connection, seeking belonging, approval. seeking approval, yes. seeking love being manipulated into that.
1: Being vulnerable to that being situation. Being vulnerable yes. for that kind of pr- situation. there's predators and I everywhere. I believe
3: that the damaged young woman that I was still exists out there in our population. Yes. And yes. many Fair. young women. Mm-hmm. And yes. I can see how that kind of makes them a target for that kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. For
4: yeah. sure. Now, yeah. at the same time, and this is not me playing devil's advocate, in no way are we sex you want to go oh
2: oh go for it I know Sex magic lo-
4: is
1: awesome yes. Yes. Yes.
4: i know yes. i know the local coven that sex is a big 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 part of what they do yeah and that's awesome good for them they do their thing i'll tell you that story off podcast share. No <laughs> <appropriate to> <laughs> oh no but absolutely but that but, is yes. that's what they enjoy and it's all consensual and it's done if between two consenting adults do what you want but do not feel yeah, or, you're more right. or
6: more. Yeah, yeah. or more. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's <laughs> a matter of... <laughs> to, or you're not going to have the initiation passed properly on to you unless you are joined with me and I can mm. pass it through bodily fluids exactly. yeah, and all no, that. No, That's that, a pile of yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or you I'll have to, to be you can only come to our coven if you're willing to work sky clad. Well if you can't raise enough because you don't the energy you can't raise enough energy to get through a little piece of cotton then there's no use there's no hope for you yeah. anyway. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's <just> ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um another biggie well I guess it's part of gatekeeping too is oh don't Read those books. That's always been a biggie for me. Don't don't read about other like, oh, we're this particular, you know, strain of paganism. Yeah. Don't read about this group and this group and this group because that's all bullshit. Don't read it.
2: You should read you know everything.
6: You, you read everything. You know what I mean? I'm an eclectic. I'm an eclectic traditionalist. I enjoy my rituals in a traditional style, but I'm eclectic to many yeah, different I disagree. Gods and never
4: read Twenty One Lessons of Merlin. No, yeah, That's, that's yes. the one book you should never read. Yeah, burn yeah. Yeah. it. Burn every copy
1: you see. It's it's the read the only book I ever read destroyed. Books, <laughs> but read them with like Discerned. a critical eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Discernment, use Discerned. your discretion, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. don't be don't take everything at face value because yeah. there is some.
4: BSO, especially right now because
5: AI,
1: the
4: public, well AI and the publishing, like pagan publishing, right now. I don't know today if it's as hot as it was like five years ago. Mm. There was tons of books coming out, like left, right, and center. Yeah,
1: like Amazon has so many like witchcraft books, Mm -hmm. and it's all like authors with like this like five. Last names that sound witchy or whatever. They're not good. Well,
5: and as I I was reading, um, maybe Jason Mankey or a few actual published authors and some academics talking about this, and they're made up. Like these are AI generated books with made up people.
4: So if you see something, I didn't
6: know that. Actually, there
4: was recently this came up a big time because somebody came out with an AI generated mushroom book. And they got the mushrooms yeah. mixed up. And they were suggesting oh, no. you eat a very poisonous mushroom. Yes, In I just read, that read about that
5: too. Oh, but there, there are a lot of generated books that are generated. So they're wholesale oh, plagiarism, no right? Idea. Because they're just grabbing stuff off yeah. of the other online books and pop blogs and everything and chat gpt just chat GPT. mush GPT. it all I, together i was
6: such a luddite i
5: had no and, idea that and was and going on so people they they suggest look these authors up if you can't mm-hmm. find anything but one page or two pages on them if they don't look like they have a whole yeah background yeah possibly it's a chat gpt look, look up the author
1: look up reviews Look up negative and positive reviews and see, does this author have any backlash against them for any reason? Have they been called out for things that are red flaggy, for example?
6: Yeah. yeah, There was quite a few years back, and Margot may remember this, there was a couple of books that all of a sudden got super popular. Oh my God, I forget what one of them was. And people were coming in Little Mysteries asking for it. And Vanessa was like, we don't sell that. And there was some of us, if we saw them somewhere on secondhand tables, we bought them so people wouldn't get their hands on them. Because
3: they were so terrible. I can't remember. They were terrible.
4: There was... We've talked about that book on the podcast.
6: There's a couple, but there's one. And I have... I still kept it. I have it at home. There's one book I have that talks about how you need to steal nails from a coffin. And it talks about how to go dig up a coffin in a cemetery and how you need to be careful. I'm like, is this happening? or put your menstrual blood in their wine and they will be tied to oh, you no. forever oh listen i have got a bunch of them at home that i oh you can you see them i was them. gonna
5: say that's not even that's probably a tiktok thing they're doing stuff like with body fluids moon. and well, so i have the actual books at home i can yeah. bring them along and well, show you sometimes I was what you say, never want to look really at really old folk magic that's really, really old stuff
6: yeah. no, so they the
5: it comes back around every so often yeah, yeah i forget the
6: one The one that Little Mysteries, Vanessa was just beside herself. We've had a run on this book. It's an
5: awful book. Blah, blah, blah. It's crazy. Crazy business. I was thinking, since we're talking bodily fluids, one of the things that brought up was (laughs) medical advice, spiritual healing. Oh, yes. Yes.
1: I said earlier, like, one big, big red flag is anybody telling you that you should forego medical treatment or not bother going to the doctor to treat something. And just do the spiritual, herbalistic, whatever method to treat it um, instead. And I will add to that saying that spiritual healing, very impactful, meditation, great stuff. Like, I'm not saying don't do that, but I'm saying don't do that instead of going to the doctor. Go to your doctor, talk to your doctor, and tell your doctor if you're taking supplements or any like any tea anything that you're doing let them know because maybe you're on a medication or they will prescribe you a medication to also help with whatever issue you're facing that would negatively interact with whatever other treatment you're doing Mm -hmm. maybe there's nothing but maybe there is something
3: and the herbs that we sold at little mysteries and we sold buckets of them we always made it very clear that we were not certified herbalists. Mm-hmm. We were not recommending anybody take these internally. They were food grade, but we, they were for magical purposes Burning and not and, for yeah, spells. And yeah. ingesting, not for
4: consumption.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can make chamomile tea, that's, but as long as you do your research and you take your responsibility Mm. for what you're doing with these herbs. But again, I agree with you 100%. You need to tell your medical professionals if you're taking any herbal supplements or herbal treatment, because they do, as you said, have active ingredients that are going to possibly interact.
5: Yeah, exactly. So, Beware of people trying to sell you things. I think we keep coming back around right oh, to yeah. that, whether, yeah. it's, whether it's spiritual healing, whether it's I'm the only way or this is the true path or whatever. Usually, it's down to money.
4: Psychics are not going to message you privately on oh, Instagram yes. and That's offer right. you to read the card. That is one. not a thing. It's a scam. Stop falling for it. Yeah,
1: that's such a thing. I, I know you said, uh, Gwen. You like mentioned TikTok briefly there, but that's such a thing on like TikTok, and like people just find you and be like, "Hey, your energy was calling out to me. I think you should like pay for this twenty dollar reading." And it's like, Mm-mm, no, don't do that. <laughs> My energy says no. Nah. <laughs> no, it's
6: true. I think though, and sadly, and it ties back to people who may feel isolated or insecure. And a little earlier off the podcast here, we were talking about how having many different active pagan community groups and different events and all of this. Mm -hmm. The more, the merrier. I think sometimes when people do feel very alone and very isolated, very solitary, maybe they live somewhere where it's dangerous to live your spirituality outside, you know, and all of that. I think that they can be, and as, pardon me, because not all teenagers are stupid, but, um, you know, but, or anything like that, but a lot of times or they don't want to tell their parents or just people who feel isolated would be drawn to any kind of sort of spiritual connection. Mm. So it is try your very best to find others if you can. Yeah. Because yes. I can see how some people would get sucked in by that. Or and- a lot of times people too who are not pagan in any way who just think it might be a lark. Oh, let's try this for fun. Be be careful about that.
4: Yes.
3: And ask questions. Mm. Ask all the questions. Big red flag is if you're not allowed to ask questions, Mm -hmm. that's when you turn around and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Because it should be a safe enough place that you feel safe enough to ask for the information that you require to make your decisions. And if you're Mm -hmm. not allowed to have that information... To make your decisions then that is not a safe place to be
5: and and it could be for a nefarious <clears throat> purpose but it could also be that they are not confident enough in their cells to say you know what i can't give you an answer right now or i don't yes. know right now and if somebody is going to say you're not allowed to know rather than admit they don't know you need to get with people that are are more confident that can own their deficiencies because that that can get dangerous all on its own
6: yeah there's things are led by their ego or off i'll often say i don't have the answer but maybe i can help you find someone who does exactly that that's a biggie or another a biggie for me red flags is anyone who tells you you shouldn't read a book i'm back to that that that's a biggie now i will say that i have said to people in the past you can read that book all you want you may not have enough prior information to get as much out of it as you could, but you go straight ahead and read that. I would never tell them not to. I might say, you might want to read this one first and this will make more sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's hard to do your multiplication until you know your addition. But you go ahead and read it. You
1: want to read that book, you'd be my guest. An- another one, jumping off the asking questions, also being able to disagree with, whatever the mm. people mm. in in whatever group yeah. or community yeah, you're in, you should be able to disagree. We're not friends with well, though. We're not fighting. being friends Yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, this is such a toxic environment. I'm, I'm gonna be ostracized <laughs> from the pagan community in Nova Scotia now because I disagreed with you. <laughs> so no, that, but that's alright. That's it for me. Bye, guys. Uh, you will never hear from me again. I am I just, yeah. I went against the powers that be, so. I'm, no! That is perfect. <laughs> with me. you know know what? When Did she just cares?
3: say she thinks we're the powers? That- <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, no.
1: That was sarcasm. That's, I know.
4: Like, that was hilarious. This <laughs> has been together for almost 23 years now. Mm. And I can't think of a single time where me and Mark have agreed on something. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. rare. Yeah. And you know,
6: and it is all part of critical thinking because anything anybody says I you know I often give it a thought and maybe see something else and that's pretty cool and I also you know are like well you don't believe quite the same as me and Mm -hmm. that's perfectly cool yeah that's part of the whole deal you you know you're coming from a different angle and I just I think I'm just getting old man (laughs) I don't know if I got the energy I'm happy with this and my thoughts on the whole and yeah whatever I'm always open to new things yeah anyway cool well, this has been exciting. i had a lovely time, and I'm so happy Lo is with us for another episode. It's yes. very, very exciting. Thank you so much. There we are. Are you, are you coming back again if
1: we ask? Oh, if you'll have me, I'll come back for <laughs> sure. Oh,
6: no, it's great. Well, look, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in with us. We're always very excited uh, to be sharing and sharing together and sharing with you. If you have any questions or comments, you can uh, reach us on our Facebook page. We're always open to, you know, suggestions for shows and ideas and all of that. So anytime. And if you have criticisms, constructively and politely, please. That's great.
0: Hello. Beloved listeners and patrons of Three Witches and a Druid podcast, we would like to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude for your unwavering support of our podcast. With your encouragement, we have been able to explore and celebrate the rich and diverse world of paganism and spirituality. We feel blessed to have had the opportunity to share our knowledge and experiences with you. As we continue to grow and evolve, we invite you to join us on this journey and become a Patreon member of our podcast. Your contribution will help us to continue creating quality content and provide you with more exciting episodes filled with wisdom, insights, and a little enchantment. By becoming a Patreon member, You will not only support our mission, but you will also have access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes goodies, discounts, and much, much more. Together, we can create a thriving and supportive community. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of our Three Witches and a Druid family. And until next time, everybody, merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. Blessed be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening.
7: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.